You guys! Oh, Jennifer. How are you here? Uh, how are you here? Oh, wait. I gotta figure out which version of you two this is. Okay, night room. Toto. What comes to mind when I say the hyenas? Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom Podcast of Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. Tonight we'll be discussing the latest episode of Sci-Fi's 12 Monkeys, which aired Monday, June the 6th. Before we break down the episode, just want to remind everybody to check us out over at purefandom.com. Got a lot of great writers over there. If there's a show or movie that you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it. So, Court, let the good people know how they can reach us. Well, you can find me over on Twitter. I am at Jindev, and he is Brad ZB. Be sure to follow us. We like to live tweet while well, I like to live tweet. He's mostly Facebook. Uh, I, I try you to can get find us there. there. I, I'm getting back into Twitter again. Yeah. I love it, especially for uh, 12 Monkeys Night, because uh, Terry Metatalis, he's usually on there, and so are the actors, too, and they're either quoting like what's happening, or they're giving backstory for different scenes and things, and it's really cool. Yeah, they've been getting on pretty much early in the day and starting with everything and pimping it out. I've been so excited every day. Oh, there. totally pimping it out. I know that it trended worldwide a couple of times. So that was awesome for an epic episode. So that was good. Yes. Also, you can follow at Pure Fandom on Twitter as well. You can check them out over at Facebook for Pure Fandom. And they actually have an app now. Have you seen it, Brad? Yes, I have seen the new app. It's very cool. And I think one of the best things about it is it follows all these different app, uh, fandoms that you might like. It has uh, Game of Thrones, The Walking Dead, just about anything that you want to follow they basically have a section for it. If it's not there, you can make a suggestion and they'll start putting stuff out there for it. So that if anything comes up like videos, podcasts or articles or news on it, and you only want to follow like game of Thrones news, it'll send that stuff to you and it'll kind of um, keep the rest of the stuff out. Let's say you don't, let's say you're trying to catch up on, give me a show, Brad, uh, the, flash. Of, the flash. <laughs> Let's say you're trying to catch up on The Flash and you missed the last couple episodes and you don't want to know anything about it. You can set your settings so that you only get news for Game of Thrones or whatever else and you don't know anything at all about The Flash until you're ready for it. Well, that's pretty sweet. I think it's really cool. So make sure you go and check it out. I know it's on iTunes app store and you said it's an Android store as yes, well, right? Yes, it is an Android stores as well. You and the Google it. store, and, I think, and, as yeah, well. Yeah, the Google store. The yeah, Android so store. definitely yeah. check it out. It's really cool. Um, I love those girls. I saw them this past weekend in Philly for Wizard World, mm-hmm. and we had an awesome time. I got to um, hang out while, uh, I think it was Lindy, she did, the, she was moderating for Dominic Cooper from Preacher, yay, and our girlfriend Haley Atwell. So that was really nice seeing them together. They were entertaining. Great it's, chemistry. Yeah, it's had a lot, of, a lot of cool stuff out there was online. So Yeah, I have to post my videos from it. Like, I just cracked up the entire time. So you can't say anything when you hear the video and me just cackling like a little hyena. You can't say anything. Uh, I can say shh, something. Shh, 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 shh. But, yeah, definitely check out the app and check out the videos once I put them on uh, Facebook as well. I'll put them under um, Pure Fandom. Okay. Okay. So some background on the episode. We were just talking about Twitter and a couple of days ago, I can't remember if it was on Twitter or Facebook, but I saw a message from Terry Metalis that said, 
if you do anything at all, don't miss Monday's episode, Lullaby, because something epic is going to go down. And they took it from there the entire weekend where they were pumping it up. And I was like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? Is someone going to die? What's going to happen? It's going to be a game changer. And it actually kind of was a game changer. We found out some new information that we never knew before, right? It was an amazing episode that I was just totally yeah. thrown off with. And we're ta- we'll talk about that like totally pretty totally. quick, I think. Yeah, in just a second. So this episode, of course, in the season is flying by. Season two, episode seven. How are we there already? It was titled Lullaby. Cassandra Rayleigh goes back to 2020 uh-oh, on a mission to kill Dr. Katarina Jones. How about that cold opening? Mm-hmm. Followed by James Cole to stop her from the mission. They find themselves stuck in a time loop, a.k.a. Groundhog Day. Dun, dun, dun. Yay. The episode was directed by someone named Steven Adelson, and I'm going to have to go tease our good, good friend Steve on our Sci-Fi Rewind page because I saw this name. I was like, wait a minute, Steve directed the episode and he didn't tell me? I don't know that this is our Steve, but if it is, I'm going to go get him. Oh, you should uh, <laughs> That would be awesome. Out. Writing credits, of course, Terry Metalis, genius, genius, genius man, as well as Travis Fickett. The episode was written by Sean Trada. Who did an awesome job, I have to say. Epic. He did an epic job. An epic, awesome job. (laughs) And so, yeah, that start off, I mean, Jones is dead. Oh. Yeah. Like, you get thrown right into that moment where Cassie, she shows up there, and then she's in Jones's face with a gun, and you're like, (gasps) Katarina? Seriously, I was like, wow, that's one way to start off. Yeah. But then we're thrown into the other version of Deacon and Cole. Deacon comes and wake him up and says, dude, you, we got an issue going on here with our girl. They're totally cool with everything that went down. They had that bottle of bourbon. I'm telling you, things are good. Yeah, bourbon makes everything right. But yeah, it sure does. Or wrong, depending on how much of it you get. <laughs> right. But Deacon, I think he's set with that whole fact that he's kind of, you know, that whole idea of her going back and killing Katarina could really mess with him because he's got a chance at a better future. And if all this happens, his little world, he's just shut back into becoming a scavenger again. Right. Like it's going to, it's going to affect everybody if they never put the time travel into place. Exactly. Like Cassandra, Cassie's going to die or is it going to be like the whole Terminator thing where she exists outside of time? She would have to because see, this is a whole, I was wondering about this anyhow, how she would be able to kill um, uh, Jones and break the time travel thing since she's already been time traveling through everything and time traveling is basically how she ends up working at the CDC. Right. It's the causality of everything. Like you, you can't, some things there, some links in the chain you can't break no matter what. And um, eventually of course we're going to talk about what happens in the end. Like that whole thing that we've been talking about all season, like the final destination thing, like time wants to happen. Like time won't let you stop it from happening, right? And I mean, if you if you try to change time, like massively change it the way that they were trying to do, like it's it's gonna flip the switch, which it did, and that was awesome. And it pushes back. This is part of the time travel in this show, which is a lot different than the other ones because you never really see this big issue with Terminator, for say. I mean, they go back and they change stuff, but there's no big pushback of time 
And I love that this happened. Like there are rules, people. You right. must abide by the rules of time. So I'm going to tell you, and I know you haven't finished watching it yet, but you really need to. And for everybody else, go to Hulu and get a get your free month subscription and watch 112263. Mhm. Time travel is involved. Time pushes back. It does. And in this show, I if you watch 112263, a lot of things happen. But you kind of get the idea that they they're they're basically in the same time travel realm. Mhm. Time doesn't like you to do certain things. You can't screw with this up. You can do some things, but you can't change big events like, you know, killing Jones. It wasn't going to let you do it. So another great show. We just actually finished watching it. So I just had to put that out there, especially after this episode and getting stuck in the time loop. Yeah. um, I just can't like this episode was everything. And it wasn't just the fact that killing Jones would have changed time. Like every time they tried to do something even minute that would have massively changed time, like everything got reset. Like that little awesome conversation that uh, Cassie and Cole were having. And then like all of a sudden time reset itself again because they were just, it was like, nope, sorry, you can't do this. Because if you guys make up right now or if you have this moment right now, you're going to just adversely affect everything that needs to happen down the road to get where we need to go. Mm -hmm. But yet they can still change some things like uh, when they saved uh, the woman from the other primary and... I forgot what her name was already, but in New York. when that Yeah, happened. because whatever her fate was, it wouldn't have affected what needed to happen. Yeah, they still had to get there, and her being killed was part of it. I mean, granted, they did, did get the nosebleeds, but it wasn't that big of a thing in the long run. Right. Whole episode, I'm just sitting here thinking of all these other things that they've done, and now it affects everything, and this... With Jennifer talking before about how time is a uh, a living being that needs us and we need it, from previously when she had the little uh, trip with who was it, Katarina? Mm-hmm. It, it things just make so much sense on this show now. It's just like it's right there. I love it. Like you can tell they they thought about it. Watching some time travel shows, they just do willy nilly whatever, and and they write it off, or it's a plot hole, and they never revisit it again. But you can tell that these writers they they sat down and like everything's been mapped out. That this affects this, and this is going to happen because this happened, and this can't happen right here. Right. And it, I, I respect a show that does that. You know. Oh yeah, I totally agree with you. There's things that that work out as it goes, like the other time travel show that we were covering, uh, Legends <laughs> of Tomorrow, there was a huge pot thing that happened with Captain Cold. I'll say it right now. It, I was waiting for it to get resolved. It never got resolved the entire season. Among other things? Among other things, but different shows, so let's get back here. Anyhow, yeah. so do you just want to go ahead and talk about Hannah and Jones? We'll just jump right into that one since we're into the whole time travel thing. Yeah. Hannah's saved. Cassie figures out early on that she's just, you know, sick. And oh, I got to say that I love the fact that we're back at Spearhead again. Mm-hmm. Because it's not the same Spearhead that we saw in last season. But, you know, we're back there. We got some of the same actors and everybody. So Hannah is basically just sick. And because she isn't getting treatment, because she's not, you know, special enough, right. she's going to die. She's immune the whole entire time. 
so once Cassie figures this out, she realizes that saving her doesn't actually work. And nothing that she can do is actually, you know, stopping the reboot. And like Jennifer said, you know, you have to do something but do nothing. So when they saved Hannah Mm -hmm. and gave her to Jennifer, Mm -hmm. when did Hannah show up in 2044? For us, when we actually saw her for the first time. Right. No, I'm pretty well, sure that was in the second episode of the season. It, it had to be after they um, got rid of the virus the first time around. So, Like when they burned the virus and that timeline changed and Jones saw everything kind of flip. Right. So that's when that's where I'm going with. That's when, I, when she showed up the same time Sam did. Right. So Hannah, in the other timeline, likely died from the original virus. But because that didn't exist at that point in time... She didn't. She she did not catch the second version of the virus that came out. Yeah, because we don't know when she initially died. The twenty forty four thing is, yeah, it's but the twenty twenty the twenty twenty. Yeah, even though Joan said she remembers her dying, we never. That's when. Well, we have to back up on that. We do know that's when she died was in twenty twenty because right. Jones remembered it and she sent her there. But I'm still thinking. That's the time when they did the big change and change the virus and Sam showed up when Hannah also kind of showed up in the timeline. Yeah. So maybe time fixed that too. So though she didn't die <laughs> of the virus at that point in time, we knew that she had to die because that was the impetus for Jones to do the time traveling thing. Right. But time so actually she still died, but she didn't die of the virus. Be- but because of them killing off the, uh, the first virus, this is what changed it to bring her back. Cause she's the one who broke into the facility, isn't she? Yes. So that's the whole thing. If you remember back on the second episode of the season, everyone, one of the daughters breaks into the facility. That's her. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty positive. That's her. Ninja BA. Yes. So she, there she is. She's there. But the reveal at the end, I didn't see that coming at all. I saw it coming at the very last second. Um, I saw it coming when Cassie and Cole were working together to try to save her. And then, like, Cole knew he had to do something. But, of course, they couldn't do it with Jones in the know. Right. So once they pronounced her her dead, I was like, oh, no, she's not dead. Well, yeah, as soon as we got to that point. But the whole when they're going to see Jennifer, I'm like, why are they going to see Jennifer? That's that's the part that actually took me by surprise. And I was really pleasantly surprised by that part. Yeah. Because it was nice. It was there. That moment where Jones sees Hannah for the first time and Hannah's meeting her mother. Brooke Williams nails that part without even saying a word. That hit me right in the field. She is awesome at that. And if you happen to remember her from somewhere, she was on a MTV show not too long ago. Serious movie called The... Shanana Chronicles. I keep uh, wanting to say Shanana. Shanana Chronicles. <laughs> yeah, I remember her from the Shanana Chronicles once you told me about it. I, I, and I was like, wait a minute, was it the princess or the thief? Well, that was one of those things. I was like, why? I think I know her. I'm not sure. Why do I know that face? And there's that whole thing. And yeah, she was, uh, what was her name? Cannonina or something like that? She was a princess on there. Okay. Uh, Shanana Chronicles. Interesting show. Just. Yeah, it, very. Yeah. That's an interesting timey wimey show. Yes, yeah, that's a yeah. I have issues <laughs> with that show also, but we'll we'll skip that for right now. Like how? Yeah, yeah. there's a bunch yeah. of how in that show. 
But, I never ask how with 12 monkeys. How no, that? that's the thing. You never have to ask how. Why is this happening? Right. I want to know, I mean, with her here, this is going to be a big change for Hannah. Mm-hmm. Or has Jennifer been telling her this whole time, by the way, your mom's over there, but you can't see her yet. Right. Well, I believe she probably told her once she was older and could understand. Because they, they so actually, that makes sense that she broke into the facility though, because she wanted to see her mom. Exactly. But well, she also had a mission. But yeah, I, I think the sisters know that Jennifer's a primary. She's explained oh, everything. Yeah, to for them. sure. So it'd be interesting because all the other sisters, uh, all, all the other daughters, called Jennifer mother. Yeah. To see how that works out. I'm looking forward to Hannah and seeing a little bit more from her. Oh, for sure. Um, I did think it was really funny the when Jones was, uh, uh, you know, touching her face and all that and trying to fix her mascara that was all messed up. But yeah, there's you know no mirrors there or something. I don't know. No, no. It kept reminding me of Mad Max Fury Road. With Fury it, it reminded <laughs> me of the one hundred. Like her go. makeup reminded me of the one hundred. So is that like a future makeup thing? I yeah. guess post-apocalyptic. Somewhere Grace Jones comes running out and says, hey, stole my idea. Right? So, so a couple of things uh, uh-huh. to definitely talk about. Jennifer in this episode, was there a moment when she said, um, when, they, when she was in the prison, something about dying tomorrow? Or was that in present? Dying tomorrow? Because like, I know the date of her death is getting close. 2044. Yeah, 2044, not in the prison. Like, in this episode, I could have sworn that she mentioned something about the date of her death. I or am did. I remembering it wrong? I no, she said, um, this is what she said here. I have hope. I haven't lost anything. Not just for you. Okay. Put the pieces together. Okay, think about me. If tomorrow comes, they're going to put a bullet in my head. Bang! Bang, 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 bang! That one? <laughs> I guess it was that one, and I was thinking of her date of death, but it couldn't have been 2020 because she saw when she was going to die. She saw the date. Right. Jennifer's full of crap. So, I love her so much. Yes. Bing, 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 bing. And, and her date of death is this year in 2044. Right, 2044. It was September or something else like that. Right. But yeah, I, I lo- one of the parts I love about uh, Jennifer in this episode, besides the fact that she was in it, was when Cole decides that he has to, you know, get alone with Jones and they make up that whole thing that, you know, they're sabotaging Spearhead and he takes them all out to get everybody shot mm-hmm. and ask her, you know, if he had a moment of happiness versus a, what was it? Crap, I just had it. Would you take a moment of happiness over a lifetime of loss? And she said yes or something like that. Yeah, which one? And she's all crazy and... Cole and Cassie are kind of holding the hands there at, at the end, and they're like, "When it, it's pretty much was one of those, okay, this is going to work, and we're going to start over, right? You know, one yeah. of those moments. Oh, yeah. But if you watch that episode again, Jennifer's there in the background with this big, gigantic smile on her face. It's like the most happiest, fun time ever. Because yeah, because she, she knows what's going to happen. Right, but it's just like, if you're on a firing squad and you're shooting that person, I would be worried because they know something you don't know. Yeah. Like, oh, this chick is suicidal or something. Of course, Jennifer was the most entertaining as per usual. Well, yeah, she has her stuff to say, you know, like. Hey, I didn't see either of you two yesterday. No vacations, work to finish. Yesterday, I'm going to use that. And I am definitely going to use that. What do you mean yesterday? Yesterday day. Yesterday. You heard what I said. Did you mean yesterday? No. No, yesterday. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> One of the things that got me with Jennifer when she started off, she goes, you know, what comes to mind when I say hyenas? This was awful like, uh, this was an awful lot like, uh, if for you Doctor Who people out there, River Song and her book that she shares with the doctor to know where in the timeline she is. Did you see that one? You weren't a big Doctor Who person, were you? Uh, just 10. Just 10? <laughs> And the older ones. Right. But this is what River Song does. She has the same thing. She has the book on there. So, you know, Doctor's a time traveler. Yeah. So where are we at? Did we do this yet? Did we do this? What comes to mind when I say hyenas? You're crazy, but okay, that's good. Yeah, and not giving out too much information. No, she's not not, not going to, no spoilers. Yeah. So she's got the monkeys and now she's got hyenas. Uh, She was, she's, no, I think she's always had the hyenas. I think they... The sisters are the the daughters are the hyenas because back in 2016 when she left Cat, uh, Cassie she said she was going to go start the movement on the streets with the hyenas. Uh-huh. So they've been there. It's I'm looking forward to next week to find out what the hyenas are doing. It'll be kind of cool. Yeah, for sure. So the person who I didn't miss at all in the episode was Ramsey. Uh, so of course the moment that he pops up and you're like, oh crap. Did you think, um, because they were pumping it up as being like an epic, epic episode, and it was, the Jones and Hannah stuff were perfect. Did you think because of the way they pumped it up that meant that we might lose Cassie? Uh, I know I didn't really think that we'd lose her Mm -hmm. because she is very much a part of the timeline. They can't, Mm -hmm. they would have to go back and drop her off and just be done with it. Yeah. And I don't see that happening yet. I was thinking that we would see Ramsey again before the end of the episode, because we had that scene of him going off and he was looking at some city that was in the middle of a time storm. Mm-hmm. And at that point he was like, where do, where am I going? Cause the storms are bad. I can't go there. I can't go there. What do I do? But seeing him at the end, after she kind of like uh, turned down Cole and said, no, we can't be friends. We can't be BFFs. And she was, you know, kind of upset about it, but I understand because they're in the whole thing of they're fighting in this, in this war. Mm-hmm. And having that much of a connection is going to stop at some point. She's not going, not going to be able to, to do the thing where it says, you know, kill me. Like right. we, we've talked about this. Before. She's very much still on mission. And I appreciate that about her. Exactly. But she, that thing that we talked about before, it's like, if I say kill me, then there's somebody with a gun with me. Just go ahead and do it. Don't wait. Cause it's going to be worse. Right. So she is on the mission, but she has to get Cole off of that whole connection thing that he is because he's still he's all of love he's like the only world i ever gave a damn about is the one with you in it why he's so sweet he's in love Uh, he is but i think he blames himself for pulling her into this whole thing anyhow but she was already pulled into it she was going to be pulled into it no matter what causality i still think he just blames himself on it yeah but with ramsey back and he pulls the gun on cassie and she's like whatever you know She's carried a lot, of, uh, a lot of guilt around with her from what has happened to Sam and everything else that she's done. Oh, for sure. And I would almost think at this point she was just fine with ending it just to get it over with. But, you know, time's not going to let that happen. Right. And I like that she was like, no, not me. Let's go after them. And they, they basically join teams, and it's a kind of an awesome moment. And Ramsey is still going, the witness isn't real. Come on, dude. Really? Really? <sighs> like, you were around for all that. It's just a, well, he just, I don't think he ever thought it was a real person then, but now he still doesn't, but. Well, he should now. Did he not see his son disappear? 
he did, but he also just blames Cassie because she was the only one there. So uh. that insanity verdict. Yeah, you were crazy. Whatever. But he does agree to go take out the witness, which let's go back on one at a time loopy loopies that they were having. Cassie uh, was having a moment where she was having a little flashback to the Red Forest. Mm-hmm. And we got a really good shot of Titan. And if you didn't see that, I'm actually going to make that as a headline picture for this for this post. So purefandom.com, look it up. The picture will be there also. You get a little bit more on it. There's a tower on there now. Mm-hmm. And there are these weather, I don't know, there's these towers with these round um, cylinder things on the top of them that reminded me of like radio towers and television towers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Before we had cable, we actually had TV towers with these big round things on them. Uh, I swear that I have seen them somewhere before, and I just can't place it, and it's driving me crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And uh, that picture, that was really, that was one of those things. I mean, I know I sent it to you to look at because I did a little yeah. pause. But it's it looks like a weathered tower, and there's a symbol on it, too, which a symbol is, uh, I don't know, kind of looks like a stick figure man or something it's kind of interesting i don't know but there's a bunch of these towers for what you can see in this one screen capture that i did there's four of those towers that have those little things on the top of them mm-hmm. and they actually look like kind of like big speakers also but in one of the far away shots they had a lot more of those towers around so i think those have something to do with like a um so that's that part of their time travel machine Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going with. I don't know. I don't it's know either. It's dri- I'm staring at the picture and it's just driving me crazy. But it looks, it looks like a big oil tank that a big or grain silo. And I live in the Midwest, so of course it looks like a grain silo. <laughs> so uh, we'll have to see. I don't know. I'm, I, like I said, I'm going to put that little screenshot of that on the post when I put it up there. So very cool. That's that's it. I'm looking forward to next week. What else you got? Uh, just that I love the fact that every time they try to change time, they just get sicker and sicker. I love that effect. That was kind of the, it was almost the same effect that happened when they changed time and they got the nosebleeds. Yeah. So I wonder why time didn't do what it did when Cole saved, saved Ramsey. Because he no longer had a part and he's not going to do anything more to be effective, maybe? Ramsey? I don't, I don't know. know. That's it, a good question. It, maybe his dying wasn't a big thing, or or he did have a part to play, and that was it. Yeah. Like they said, time likes certain people more than it likes other ones. Right. Maybe that's Or not. that was before they got rid of the first virus, and um, Jones went through that whole timey-wimey thingy. True. And they weren't doing something as massive as trying to delete time travel. This is very true. There's that. <laughs> it is a big change that we're trying to do there. Humongous. Slight difference. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I guess we're going to have to wait and see. Definitely. And until then, we can just go back and watch all the Jennifer moments again. Yes. They're all great. You can't, you know. Brad, you're my best friend. <laughs> I have that one. I was going to use that for the outro. But I'll use it right now. I'll be here. <laughs> see you soon. They're like my best friends. And it was just like best friend day or something like that the other day. 
Yeah, I was reading, um, or I guess Terry put it on um, on Twitter during the episode. Uh, there was kind of a callback to Back to the Future where Leah Thompson's character was talking about, oh, he's so dreamy. <laughs> talking about Calvin Klein. Nice. Calvin. Yeah. Your name's on your pants. Calvin <laughs> Klein. <sighs> Why do you call me that? Okay. Anyhow, you got anything else on this one? No, just awesome episode. Very, very much um, worth all the hype. Well, uh, if you aren't there already, head on over to purefandom.com. Check out some of the other killer articles posted there. We got a lot of different articles there, and there are tons of awesome writers filling the site up with amazing fandom articles. Also, be sure to check out our upcoming podcast on The Last Ship. That returns for Season 3, I think, on Monday. But they released the episode early, so we got to watch it. I think it comes out on Sunday, actually. Is it Sunday? I thought it was it's starting to come on Mondays. I don't know. We may, I could be wrong. When's the 12th? Is that Sunday? Uh, I, I think it's, yeah, that is Sunday. We may, we're may we going to drop the episode on Sunday anyhow, so. Oh, it's going to clash with Game of Thrones. We've already, seen, we've already watched this week, so it won't clash with Game of Thrones. Everything clashes with Game of Thrones. Preacher. Okay, you got the point there. I have no time. Uh, anyhow, if you got thoughts or comments about this episode, uh, let us know in the comments below on purefandom.com or hit us up on Twitter or the Facebook group page. Yeah, let us know what your favorite Jennifer line was. Until then. Same shit, same day. I have hope. I haven't lost anything. Not just for you. Okay. Put the pieces together. Okay, think about me. If tomorrow comes, they're going to put a bullet in my head. Bang! Bang, 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 bang! My people are waiting for me nearby, but a leader is only good if they're present to lead. If tomorrow comes and I die, who's going to tell Jones to bring you back from the hotel and bring you to 2044 like I did? We'll do for you. Plus, you're going to need another primary. So me, Jones, we're pieces of the puzzle. You got to make them fit. Okay. So now tell me. What do you need to do to get out of the loop-de-loop? So I have to do something, but the problem is I have to do nothing.